Welcome, welcome to Dive In Deep. I'm your host, Jessica Birch. Dive In Deep is a podcast platform where I will be sharing with you how to reconnect to the deepest parts of your being and truth through meditation, spiritual wisdom, and many healing tools. It is my intention to help you heal from past trauma to bring you back to your heart center and to remember your authentic self. Each episode is designed by what is arising in the collective consciousness, usually through the lens of astrology and energy. And this wisdom and self-connection is something that every living being deserves to know and have. Welcome back to your soul. So, my love, welcome. Welcome to episode seven of the Cosmic Inner Child series. And today we have the Pisces Inner Childs and going with your flow. And this is a really special one for me as in Western astrology, my sun sign is in Pisces and I have many, many placements in this particular sign. So this one really hits home for me. So I am a little extra excited to deliver it to you today. And I want to start by just doing a quick little recap of where we have gone so far in this series because we are just crossing the halfway point today. We started with doing some really deep work. Some work where we had to look at ourselves and our shadows and we started with our perfectionist and our people pleaser and working through the shadows and then we took that and we began to invoke our inner guide and as we started to guide ourselves we started to look at our boundaries and our relationship with rest And then from that place of starting to individuate and and go with our intuitive flow, our inner guide, we had the opportunity (laughs) to rediscover our unique self. And now from this place of uniqueness, And if you haven't, I recommend you go back and listen to some of the previous podcasts because this one is a little extra magical and it really helps to have a foundation underneath you before you look at the Pisces Zodiac because it is actually the last Zodiac sign of the astrological um, year. And for good reason, um, yeah, it's a very beautiful place, a very flowy place, a very intuitive, psychically guided 
an emotionally guided place to be but we're going to talk a little bit obviously about the shadows because by no means is this pisces sign the end all be all and i can say that from much life experience so before we get into the shadow work and and what i'm going to walk you through i'm just going to give you a little bit of a Hmm. Summary of what Pisces um, means. So Pisces is a water sign and it is mutable. So we can almost say that it's the most watery of the water signs because it very much so goes with the flow adapts changes course and as the as the waves roll in and the undercurrents change um, the pisces archetype gets very impacted and very caught up in that the sign is actually incredibly sensitive and very very impacted when not grounded by the external environment so it's very mutable it's very mutable it's very um easily changed and transformed and because of that there is the vulnerability oftentimes of experiencing this place in life where we feel lost and not to make that wrong because feeling lost is part of the human experience it's part of the soul's experience in this agreement of a human journey so pisces is symbolized by the fish and if you see how this sign is often represented it is two fish um, sort of swimming around one another and it looks like the symbol of yin and yang and what that does is that represents the wholeness and the oneness the place of beyond duality so as you can see as pisces is the last zodiac sign it has finished its um karmas we can say um though we're all here because we've got karma but it's it's beyond the humanness and in fact pisces very much so does not feel at home on this human planet and that is because it is beyond the humanness it is sort of at the end of the journey it has gone beyond duality it's very much so in the crown chakra so the highest center um, of the seven main energetic centers by no means is it the actual highest center in our in our energy bodies but it represents wholeness it represents oneness and with this it has a very strong gift of intuition and it is that intuition the integrated intuition 
that guides us in our flow and I say integrated and this is a beautiful opportunity for me to say this because it is something that's coming up so much in the collective right now and that is the toxicity in spiritual communities the toxicity in yogic communities and um what really has to get battled here in this Pisces energy is the spiritual ego. And everyone has a spiritual ego. Everybody who um, awakens to whatever degree and really starts their spiritual path will have to battle the spiritual ego. That's just part of it. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if we can get past the point of spiritual ego, if we can get past that point of toxic spirituality where it is embodied, it is landed in the body, our groundedness is there, right? Then we're protected, then we're stable, our humanness, our needs are taken care of. Shame is healed, we can explore and express our sensuality and sexuality and creativity. And creativity is a huge part of the Pisces sign. Then when we are intuitive, it's coming from a really clear place. And though it may be woo-woo to some degree and may have these visions of the higher, it is, it is in the human realm. It is grounded. It is clear. It is stable. So the gift of intuition and, and the clarity from a very grounded, anchored place. Now with this, the Pisces archetype is the seer of subtleties. And it is in this that we can get really caught up in projections, misperceptions, misbeliefs, emotions, and get sort of um, all turned up <laughs> and, and taken by the undercurrents um, and waves. Because the subtleties are so attuned to. So if you ever get in the room with somebody who has really strong um, Pisces placements, you will feel, whether or not you are conscious of it, this energy of like um, vulnerability. And as a very Piscean being in myself, we really have to make sure we are grounded in ourselves and um, protected and also respectful of other people's energies because what happens is it's so easy to read so long as we're clear so long as the pisces is clear it is so easy to read the body the mind the emotions because it's so psychic so the seer of the subtleties and the mystical depths in the ocean of consciousness so the pisces is the mystic it's the seer, it's the psychic, it's the healer, it's the muse, it's the creative one. Um, and with this, we also have the dreamer. We have 
the psychic that is not at home in the world we have the healer we have the sensitive being we have the one that is easily affected by the environment so going with the flow although when your pisces archetype is in alignment this is intuitive and natural when it's not in alignment it's confusing as fuck <laughs> it is cloudy one of the things that happens in the Pisces archetype is confusion. Clouds of confusion in the mind. So if you experience confusion, if you experience sort of chaos in the mind and loss of direction or a sense of lostness, get into the body, ground into the body, move your body, breathe with your body, touch your body. Do a pleasure practice to really anchor you down into the root of the body. So that way from this anchored place, you can move in the most beautiful, synchronistic, divinely aligned flow in every single moment of your life. So a big part of this journey is trust is surrender, um, is letting go of control, and, and honestly trust is the biggest one because Pisces is a sign that must trust in the divine above all, must take leaps and paths that are unseen and not understandable by many in order to get to where they are going. Oftentimes they are following a path that is uncarved, that is dark and, and mystical and very subtle. So from here, we're going to talk about spiritual connection and your relationship to spirit. And this can be your relationship with God, this can be your relationship with creator, with mother nature, with your own um, intuitive guiding voice, right? Whatever makes you feel or see spirituality this is the sign of spirituality and your connection to that being the most important connection in your life so with this we're going to talk about devotion and and trust and surrender so I want you to just take a moment to reflect upon your own spirituality. Where do you feel spiritual in your life? And by no means do you have to be, you know, a healer or a spiritual teacher or even somebody who identifies as spiritual although if you're here and you are one of my followers to whatever degree you must be <laughs> or else you would be very repulsed by me right 
so think about where in your life you feel spiritually connected or maybe a few moments in your life where you felt really spiritual really divine really connected maybe it's in your service maybe it's when you're in your creative mode Pisces sign is very very creative especially when it comes to music and sound also other forms of art that may be my own projection (laughs) but very creative so how do you feel when you're in a creative place or do you even feel connected still to your own creativity I remember as a little girl I was not creative or at least I did not in any way identify myself as creative my best friend was creative (laughs) who is still my best friend at this day she was the one who painted and made art and I was the one doing math and science and you know, math flashcards after dinner and getting straight A's and all of the things that I was supposed to get straight A's in, but God forbid I ever step into an art class. That never happened until I started my my spiritual journey and then my whole entire life became creative and a creation and I was even able to see how my science background was actually (laughs) me looking for the highest me searching for the deepest i did cellular biology but that's beside the point take a moment where in your life do you feel spiritual maybe it's in your movement your dance maybe you practice yoga meditation breathing maybe it's out in nature Maybe it's watching your children playing in the park. What part of you knows that there is something more? There is something beyond. The part of you when your entire life falls apart. The part of you when you are in your biggest trigger gets down on their knees and starts praying to something bigger, higher, more. And now the funny thing is this thing that is spirit, that is God is just us and this is where we start to get into the unity consciousness of the Pisces sign because everything that you see everything that you experience me my voice right now is just you Can you let that sink in? This is you speaking to you, trying to help you remember who you are. 
Mother Nature is you. God is you. And I'm not talking about you and your human self, although that is an extension of you. I'm talking about you as the source of everything and nothing. And it is this connection to spirit, this connection to self that brings you full circle in this experience, this human self-soul evolution experience. But, and now we're going to start to get into a little bit of the shadows here, when we are not connected to this self. When we are children and we are easily swayed by our external environment regardless of your astrological placements, when we are learning and we are even just starting to develop a sense of self our perceptions and beliefs can get very mixed up. And this is the shadow that I want to talk to you about today is the misperception, the projection, the misbelief, and the lack of emotional intelligence. Because when we are not um, perceiving clearly, we pick up on signs that are not true. We believe things that are not true. And then that perpetuates the unaligned, I will say, for lack of better words, reality in front of us. When we are not perceiving clearly, we are not connected to our true self. And what happens in this sign is that a lack of not only emotional intelligence, but actually of understanding what emotions actually are causes this um, like lack of direction, this confusion, this like mix up in your internal compass. So let's talk about emotions for a moment. And Teal Swan said this in a way that really shifted my understanding and it really landed for me and that is let's see how much justice I can do to this your emotions are not indicative of reality your emotions are a reflection of your perceptions so your emotions do not tell you what your reality is. 
but they tell you the way in which you are perceiving your reality. So what often happens is we have an emotion and then we project that emotion or perception outwards right that is a projection we put something out and we and we label it in the world in a way that is not actually reality and i'm not saying this to by any means bypass your experiences or to say that your emotions are not valid or or true or right the complete opposite <laughs> i am a big believer in feeling your emotions fully um, doing embodiment practices and um, and expressing and, and moving and alchemizing your emotions completely. Um, that is actually <laughs> really the only way in which we can fully heal or else they just get trapped in the body. But just to give you a little bit of a an insight that what you're feeling is completely true for you but it might not be true to the reality that is and this is where we get to use our emotions as an incredible tool to heal ourselves right to alchemize them to to listen to the emotion and the story behind them because what you'll realize is when you have an emotion there is a thought attached and that thought the forms of those thoughts are some kind of a story whether it is of the present moment maybe it's based on the past but it comes with a belief it comes with a story and that is interwoven with the emotion that you experience and if you don't see your emotions for simply what it is as a reflection of your perceptions then we get a shadow then we start to project it onto the reality then we start to become controlled by our emotions then we start to identify through our emotions and lose our sense of self and lose our sense of reality which is a very big part of the pisces archetype so when you are experiencing an emotion and and try to do this when it's like a little trigger i don't recommend this necessarily for the huge triggers right away but in the little triggers in the little emotions the harder ones to deal with i invite you to reflect on just take a pause and say okay like what am i thinking here what is the belief behind this? And is it true? Right? It may be true, and that's okay. Your perception could be perfectly clear, and it could be very true. And still, though, what do you do with that? How do you use this for alchemy? How do you use this to grow and to heal and for more practical um 
practices or if you want any support in this you can always always contact me through email through instagram i would be so so honored to help walk you through the waters of emotions the depths of your emotions and your misperceptions and beliefs hmm So it is in your ability to feel your emotions, to understand the perceptions that lie within the emotion you're experiencing, and to alchemize them in the moment or, you know, as soon as is possible that allows you to remain centered within yourself and this centeredness of self is really the the experience of spiritual connection there is so much talk um (laughs) and again spiritual toxicity about you know, God being outside of you, God being something other than you, or your intuitive voice as coming from something separate than you. And although in one way that is true, because you are all of it in and out, within and without, It all comes from within and is that spiritual connection that you have to yourself, to your soul, to your life that is going to help you be guided in each and every moment of your life, especially when dealing with the waters of emotions. So oftentimes when people think of going with your flow and being your most authentic spiritual self that you are always happy everything is easy everything is simple you know life is just like rainbows and butterflies and that is just true and not true both and because when you are spiritually connected and you are staying in that heart center, that self center, doesn't matter what life brings you, you will always be in a place of joy and connection. And I'm gonna give you an example of the way that I can experience, um, the way that I can share this with you from my own personal experience, and that is when I'm going through an emotion, and I am no enlightened being in every moment. <laughs> I still rise and fall, and that is also okay and part of it. And we are enlightened, anyways, but. Sometimes the human language is a little bit hard to encompass everything all at once. So when I am experiencing an emotion and something I experience often is sadness. 
and on the outside looking in <laughs> and my partners had to learn this one real well on the outside looking in i'm sad i'm ugly crying sobbing tears rolling down my face boogers running out of my nose whatever it is outside looking in i'm a mess out of control lost crying poor sad little baby okay and on the inside there is that reality on the inside when i'm in those moments of catharsis of alchemical process and oftentimes for me that looks like crying out my tears on the inside there is that sad little girl crying sobbing hurt perceiving something believing something that makes her so fucking sad and there is the mystic the mother the lover the healer inside of me guiding my inner child through the process of sadness holding joy holding presence holding strength power groundedness clarity perception love understanding consciousness and that being is guiding the sad little inner child inside of me that's going through this whatever sad experience so it's both and and the more you can be guided by and connected to that consciousness inside of you it doesn't matter what life throws you you will be more grounded more mindful more conscious throughout it all and it is in this connection and now this is just one example it is in this connection to our own higher self and let me just add in that that one higher self is the same self inside of me that is inside of you this i that i talk about this i of consciousness is the same i as the real i inside of you and the more we can listen to that voice that energy that being the more we can remain in our flow so getting back to what i was saying before of you know it's not all sunshine and rainbows though we can hold a neutrality i'll even say within it all we can also stick to our flow and i'm going to dive a little bit more into this because as children when we are you know identifying our sense of self as our human self we get really caught up and take on pieces and parts of ourselves that are um, maybe not meant to stay because karmically they're there for a reason. So I will say that they have some purpose, but they're not always meant to stay. Usually they're meant to be healed. 
but we can get really lost and we can go in a flow that is created by society that's created by the patriarchy that is not in alignment with our flow so we need to have everything else i've been laying in the foundation of these podcasts in this series thus far the healed relationship with the perfectionist and the people pleaser giving a big fuck you to the patriarchy, setting boundaries, doing the shadow work, getting in tune with our guide so that we can live from the heart. We can live in spiritual connection to ourselves. We can say no to what will take us out of our flow and only say yes to that which is of the highest for us in each and every moment and that doesn't always look like sunshine and rainbows that looks like resistance that looks like crying your tears (laughs) on the floor curled up in a little ball that looks like taking huge fucking leaps of faith going with your flow In every moment, listening to your own inner guide, your higher self in every moment takes leaps of faith over and over and over again. Because you're carving a new path for yourself. You are coming back to remembrance of yourself. And here we come back to the element of trust. But before I say that, I will say this, that when you honor your flow in every moment of every day, maybe that looks like taking a nap when you get off this podcast. Maybe that looks like going for a walk instead of going right back to work or whatever it was that you had planned. Because when you do this, your energy will come back to you. Yourself will be magnetized back inside of you and you can start living life once again from a place of overflow. And that really is what you are. Consciousness is a void of rise and fall, of life and death, of expansion and contraction. And that expansion, that growth, That feeling that you desire comes from a place of overflow. So going with your flow will bring you back into a state of overflow, but going with your flow requires you to die over and over and over again. And this is where we come back to trust. And this has been a lifelong lesson for myself and I expect it will be a lesson that continues until I leave this body. What is your relationship with trust? Do you trust yourself? Do you trust your yeses and your noes? Do you even know what voice inside to listen to because sometimes the voice inside you goes no 
when the voice underneath it goes yes and this is where we lean into resistance this is where we need to take that leap of faith even though we are scared and i have taken many many huge leaps in my life while relatively speaking huge to me and leap after leap trust becomes stronger reflection after reflection trust becomes stronger making it a priority in my life to be in a place of devotion to myself to the spirit to the home inside of myself trust becomes innate it becomes natural and i desire this so deeply for you and i desire more of it for me because when we can trust in the divine timing of our lives in the cards that we've been dealt in our experiences and in our intuitive voice when we can trust our intuitive voice and be in our flow wake up each day and say what's next what's here what's now what do i get to do today how do i get to feel today what do i get to move through today life becomes fucking magical beyond your wildest dreams and your dreams are a beautiful thing to play with and i invite you if you are somebody and I'm speaking here of the waking dreams of our imagination. To start talking about sleeping dreams would be a whole other podcast. But what do you dream of? And what if I told you that those dreams are too small? What if I told you those dreams are so small? Your biggest dream was a fraction of what is waiting for you when you trust and when you go with your own flow. So let's take a moment before we close. We're not gonna dive too deep into shadow work today um, because we've done so much of that and I'm sure throughout the rest of this series we will dive back in. Let the shadow work, let the work for this, this next month just be about feel, feeling and processing your emotions. Okay, get a, get a new relationship with your emotions. Well, what does it look like to be in your flow? Let's talk about that before I close. Being in your flow doesn't mean not showing up, doesn't mean being, you know, like flaky or just like off the wall, like spiritual or whatever. Being in your flow simply means being guided by your voice moment to moment being guided by your higher voice moment to moment and you know this i always give one of these little examples because they're so simple and they're kind of just silly and one way that you can start to play with this is think about the time when you are working and you're on your screen you're on your laptop and you are thirsty 
And instead of taking the break to go and get yourself a glass of water or juice or whatever, you sit there and you keep working and you keep working and you get dehydrated and you start to like shrivel away. You've missed your opportunity to listen to your intuitive voice. <laughs> the voice of the body is an intuitive voice of I'm thirsty, take a break, go get a drink, intuitive voice. Or what about the moment where you're working and you all you want to do is just like go for a walk go out in nature or go dance or go like hang out with your friends try doing that lean into that edge as soon as you hear that voice of "Mm, i should move my body today shut the laptop roll out your mat or put on your favorite song whatever it is and move your body right away no excuses no stories no beliefs just do it And then slowly, slowly living in your intuitive flow will be like, oh, I feel like moving my body. Oh, okay, let's take a break. Or maybe listening to your intuitive voice is saying, hmm, there's something about this environment that just doesn't feel good. I should go. Leave, babe. (laughs) Go. (laughs) In Hindi, we say cello. Leave. Listen to that voice. The intuitive voice is the voice that picks up on the subtleties. What about the moment where you get that kind of icky feeling about somebody? That could be the intuitive voice warning you, alarms going off. Stay away, protect. And now this I could go down another huge tangent of our perceptions and our judgments of others but maybe we'll save that for a time when it comes up again but I will leave you with this going with your flow is simply being guided by the inner voice that prompts you moment to moment being present with yourself moment to moment and and doing life slower and more mindfully and in order to do this we must have trust we must trust in nature we must trust in ourselves and in order to do that we must practice and we must cultivate a relationship with that inner guiding voice so over these next few weeks or maybe months or years i invite you to start reflecting upon the times in your life where you felt spiritual where you felt aligned where you felt connected to something higher maybe a synchronicity happened and I invite you to take a leap, no matter how big or small, take a leap and see what happens. Sending you all of the love in my heart, all of the connection to spirit, to yourself, to yourself that is the same self inside of every single one of us so that we can unify once again and go with the divine flow of our destinies.
Much love to you, babe. Until next time.